Hello, James. How are you? Uh, yeah, I just want to check to see how you're handling isolation. Uh, I see you started a podcast. I think that's great. Exciting to see what's happening, what comes in the next few weeks, few months. Uh, yes, keep it up, boy. Uh, if you obviously, if you need a guest, someone who can talk at length about St. Ives, different parts of Barker College, different things like that, you know to find. I'm James Ross Edwards. I'm under a bed sheet in quarantine, and this is in moderation. So I live in London, but a few weeks ago I was back in Australia for my brother's wedding, just as lockdown started really hitting. It was the last Sunday, in Sydney anyway, before everything totally shut down. We had a family lunch, um, a barbecue in my mum and dad's backyard. Lamb chops, salad with lots of avocado in it, coleslaw, sausages made with perfect fatty Australian beef, soft white damper rolls, bowl of ice creams for dessert. And then afterwards, we sat around under the trees and chatted. Um, The first episode of this podcast had just come out and my family, being the attention seekers we all are, were talking about the appearances they all wanted to make on it. And my mum, uh, the one and only Gil Ross Edwards, wanted very specifically to read out this story. Um, I wrote it ages ago um, in 2011. It's about a pub, um, The Four in Hand, which is just down the road from my parents' house. So she went inside, found the book, came out and read it in front of everyone at the table. And it sounded a little like this. Four in Hand, Paddington. Written by James Ross Edwards. Performed by Gil Ross Edwards. Nothing brings out my middle-class apologist like a Paddington pub with nice food. It's a minefield of signifiers. A wet eastern suburbs boy in a blazer meets his in-laws. Stripy-shirted rowers make a schooner glasses look like thimbles. A table of ageing admin redden their noses with white wine. There's a tiny bit of me everywhere I look. It scares me. So much so I'm distracted from my conversation. I turn to the bar to focus, regather. I see an older guy, 60s. He's holding what could possibly be his child, but he's most likely his one-year-old grandson. The boy is irritated. His grandfather bounces him around the room chatting. He sits him up on the bar and plays with his tiny arms. It looks like he's dancing. The bar girl introduces herself and gives him a tickle. The boy smiles. They all smile. Grandfather and grandson return smiling to the table full of cricket-watching dudes. The boy is too young to ever remember this. Besides, you can't choose the moments that stick with you. Once or twice, my grandfather took me to his bowling club to hang out. It was the best. Though I mainly remember the smell of his car, lifesavers and cigarettes. Whatever he remembers, 
I hope this little guy knows that his grandpa thought he was cool enough to take to the pub with his mates. I hope he also knows that a sunny Sunday afternoon is no time to be a middle-class apologist. There's a bit of me everywhere I look at the four in hand. It scares me. It also excites, humbles and fills me with euphoria. I take a bite of my cotton chorizo croquette. It's fucking delicious. Long live the four in hand. Long live wimpy blazer boys and their beautiful girlfriends. Long live the fucking lot of us. Some footnotes. That story uh, makes me feel strange. And partly it's because it's something I wrote almost a decade ago. And any normal person should be at least a little bit ashamed and embarrassed by their younger self. And partly because it was my mum reading a story that I'd written about her dad, um, my grandfather, which I know is why she likes it so much. And partly now, because as we speak, the thought of putting on a blazer, wearing it to the pub on a sunny Sunday, surrounded by friends, family, old people, babies, schooners of brushes, pints of Guinness, cod and chorizo croquettes, just seems so far away. Um, and that it might be a while before we can do any of the stuff we love or see the people we love. So we'll just have to keep on living while we wait. So in the words of my embarrassing self in 2012 and then my mother in 2020, long live the fucking lot of us. This has been In Moderation, episode four, featuring Nick Ross Edwards and Gil Ross Edwards. Music's by Matt Bannum, cover up by Jessica Sutton. Follow us on Spotify, and equally important, follow me, Frank underscore Sato, on Instagram. I just put a some apricot delicious in my mouth. <laughs> some what? Some apricot delicious? Yep. Is that like the apricot with the coconut on it? Yeah. Fuck, I love that. It's only... I bought a... It's the best thing I I've been back... I bought a bag of it yesterday. It's the best thing I've been back in Australia. Uh, it, it is like fucking nicotine-covered crack to me. <laughs> I, I can't stop eating it. It's so <laughs> fucking good. I'm going to cut that bit. And play it again. <laughs> um, all right, that's pretty good. I think I think I think, we, think I think we can use some of that. All right. Do you want to ask me about anything, or are you just? Is it just literally like a an informal chat that it's going to be part of the thing? Um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Um, I don't think we need to. I think we can just. I think we can just chat, and then I can use some of it. Um, sure, um, I'm into it. What else are you doing today? I'm in isolation, bro. I'm uh, I'm isolating hard. I've been sending uh, 
sending South African voice notes back and forth to Gavin <laughs> about yeah. isolation, mm. which has been fun. Nice. It's just really fun to say isolation. I'm in arso. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I, it would be really annoying to be stuck in isolation with a South African person. That's racist. <laughs>